So the background to um, that whole scripture was really in the, in the context of uh, the Jewish tradition. It was quite a radical um, thing that happened. Um, according to the, to the Old Covenant law, Jews were not permitted to socialize with the uncircumcised Gentiles, which basically means anyone who wasn't Jewish, um, because they were considered unclean. And so when Peter was first told by God to do this, he was quite reluctant um, and hesitant. Um, and because, because of what happened, he actually had broken Jewish law. So he had to then go and explain his actions to the, lead, the Jewish leaders of the, the church in Jerusalem. And this scripture explains that as a result, the great things that happened that would change the world forever. And really, it's the beginning of the ministry to the Gentiles, which Paul then carried on later. And it's the, this event is probably the sole reason we are here today as Gentile believers. When I look at this and I see, um, I see in, P in Peter an incredibly brave act of obedience. God challenged Peter in a truly radical way. He challenged him to his core. He challenged his very world view of what was supposed to be and, and what was right and what was wrong. He challenged his standing with his peers and with his Jewish culture, his whole background, everybody he knew. When Peter went and ate with the Gentiles, it was actually a scandalous act. But Peter was not at all apologetic when he stood before the leaders of the church. And his key argument comes in verse 17, which says, if then God gave to them the same gift as us when we believed in the Lord Jesus Christ, who was I that I could withstand God? God had blessed Cornelius and his Gentile companions in the same way that God had blessed Peter and the apostles at Pentecost with the gift of the Holy Spirit. And it was obviously abundantly clear to everybody. God made it abundantly clear that he loved the Gentiles with the same love that he had shown the Jewish Christians. To refuse to accept the Gentiles would have been hindering God, opposing God's will and even an even greater sin than that of breaking the law surrounding food and fellowship. Peter could not do that. And by implication, the circumcised believers in Jerusalem must not do that either. So where does that leave us today here at St. John's? And what does it speak to in our lives? There's a, a Welsh 17th century scholar and preacher named Matthew Henry, and he said regarding um, 
Acts 11, 1, 8, 1 through 18. The imperfect state of human nature strongly appears when godly persons are displeased even to hear that the word of God has been received because their own system has not been attended to. And we are too apt to despair of doing good to those who yet, when tried, prove teachable, or prove very teachable, he said. In other words, it's all too easy for us to stay within our comfort zone, in our comfort zone of traditions and habits and of our religion. It's too easy to become rigid and complacent in our effort or lack thereof to share God's love for the lost. Rather, it is easier to pass judgment than to take the risk to share the gospel with someone outside of our own world view. Perhaps we decide they wouldn't or couldn't possibly be interested because they are, and you can fill in the blank there, too young, too old, too white, too black. Perhaps they're too Muslim. Perhaps they're too atheist. Perhaps uh, they're too drunk or high. You can fill it in. It's, it's going to be somebody. And then we use that perhaps as, a, as an excuse because we feel uncomfortable. Matthew Henry went on to say, it is the bane and damage of the church to, to shut out those from it and from the benefit of the means of grace who are not in everything as we are. Meaning, if they're not like us, we shy away. And that is a terrible thing. Perhaps today we should ask God to show us who we have discounted or written off, who in our minds we have considered unreachable, unsavable even. Because by doing that, we are in effect declaring them outside of the grace of God. And who are we to decide such a thing? Matthew Henry finished with this. Repentance is God's gift. Not only his free grace accepts it, but his mighty grace works it in us. Grace takes away the heart of stone and gives us a heart of flesh. The sacrifice of God is a broken spirit. Um, I think perhaps we should pray and ask God if there's anybody in our lives that we need to get a little brave about and, and try and share God's love. So let's uh, close our eyes and just, Lord, we just ask, Lord, that you speak to us right now where we are. Lord, and that you bring to mind anybody in our lives that, that we, we've somehow discounted, Lord, or, or, or written off, Lord. Perhaps we've tried to share your love before and they've rejected, rejected it and we've taken it as 
a rejection, taking it personally, that they've rejected us. But Lord, we know that it's, that's not necessarily the way it is, Lord. Come, Holy Spirit. Shine your light on our lives and on the lives of those around us. Lord, and give us your words and your courage, Lord, to speak to them this week.